This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Parents have had a really tough go of it the last few weeks. Also, the challenge now with spring break being over of what kind of learning to help your children adapt to. Parents have been very active online and talking about this and individual school boards are all dealing with this in their own way. We thought we would check in with one of the biggest to see how they're doing. Joining us now is the school board superintendent for Vancouver, Suzanne Hoffman. Suzanne, thank you for being here. Thank you, Simi. Good morning. Uh, Could you explain to us exactly what's going on with the VSB in reaching out to parents? How has this transition to online learning been? Thank you. We have now turned our heads to what does the continuation of learning look like for students within the VSB. And certainly there are many pathways that it can take. Online learning is one part. The distribution of materials would be another part. Um, and we're working through that transition. There's, um, there's bumps along the way, but certainly we are committed to implementing the very best that we can to support families during this time. So do you know of how many kids are learning online at this point? Like, where are you at in that process? Certainly for our primary children, kindergarten to grade three, we're looking more at providing packages of resources. And then in grades four to seven, where we can, looking at online. And certainly for our secondary schools, Um, online learning would be another feature that we would really look to use um, with our students. Is there a a timeline, Suzanne, about when this might all be up and running? It should be underway now. We've asked teachers to reach out to families, find out what they have, what they need, and how we can best support them. And I'm seeing now that some of the work is starting to go out. We have online resources on our website, um, but certainly that should be up and running now or in progress. And what about the students and the families who maybe don't have the technology required to keep up with all this? That's certainly something we're very live to. We've been taking inventories with our families to see who does not have access to educational resources. And yesterday we started distributing technology to, uh, to families, and it will continue today and probably into next week. So we've done that inventory, and we're supporting them with technology. So does that mean tablets, computers, whatever they may need? Yeah, iPads, Exactly. Um, and the second part of that, Simi, is also then looking at access to Wi-Fi, which is another part of that puzzle, and we're working on solutions in that regard, too. Yeah, what, what about those families who may not have that access? Um, we know of resources that we can um, align with them, align them with, and we're looking to support them in accessing the Wi-Fi resources that they need. Now, Suzanne, how rigid is this going to be? Because I know I've I've been hearing and seeing from some parents out there that they just feel like at this point, with all the other stressors that are going on, they may not have the ability or the willingness to just to dive into this and and really be able to do everything that might be required. It's a stressful time. So how rigid is the system? Is there flexibility to allow people to be a little easier on some families? Yeah, short answer. Absolutely. We are very live to the amount of anxiety and ambiguity that are with our families right now as we support them. Um, And as I said, there's no one size fits all. But certainly, depending on the grade and the age of the child, um, we're looking at multiple ways to support families. And that partnership between families and with school is hugely important. Right. So you're saying it's really in that discussion between individual schools and teachers, they can figure out that this might be too much for this family. Right, and it varies from child to child, grade to grade, school to school, teacher to teacher. Um, But again, we're diligently working and um, all hands on deck in making it happen in the best way we can, given the times that we're in, and we're acknowledging 
but it will take time to get it right. It's not going to be a flip of the switch. I was reading as well that over on Vancouver Island, the Victoria School Board right now is providing, you know, thousands of meals for kids every week. And I would imagine in Vancouver, there's also the concern about the kids who aren't getting that hot lunch program. Is something being done for them? We're currently feeding 2,000 children a day through our meals program. So those that previously received food are continuing to have the option uh, to have meals. And in our schools, students are picking it up every day with the health and safety guidelines in place. Wow, that's quite an endeavor. Is that at every school or wherever they can pick it up? Uh, There are uh, about 50 sites that that's currently happening in um, across the Vancouver School District. And that was in place the Monday after spring break officially ended. So at this point, do you have an idea, Suzanne, of how many teachers are working kind of from home and how many are in the classroom or in the buildings? At this point in time, um, we have not put the expectation that you have to be at school. Certainly some are working in school with health and safety measures in place and social distancing. But many teachers right now are um, working from home and providing families and children with the resources that they need to be successful in the ongoing learning journey. Is there a message that you would like to put out there from the Vancouver School Board to families and children? Hang in there. Um, We're working on it. This is a journey. Um, It won't be perfect. Um, But we need to remember that the kids are our focus and supporting them through these times is what matters most. Their health and safety, their well-being, and their learning. School matters, but let's do this together, and let's work thoughtfully and calmly um, to support them. Well, Suzanne, thank you so much for the update. You're welcome. Thanks for your time. I appreciate that. That's Suzanne Hoffman, the superintendent of the Vancouver School Board, letting us know how hard they're working, just like every other district out there right now. And I had been seeing on social media the last few days, uh, there are parents out there who are saying, listen, we can't, we can't do this. This is just one more thing that we can't add right now to our huge things, a, a list of things that we are coping with at home. And as Suzanne Hoffman just pointed out, they're very understanding of that. It's up to the teacher, have that discussion. Some parents are opting out. Some, of course, want to keep their kids busy. Whatever the case is, it there sounds like being very flexible. If you're a parent who would like to share your story with me, please do. Simi at cknw.com. Interesting to note, many school boards also still feeding kids out there. Vancouver School Board, 2,000 kids a day. They are still making meals available to those children to make sure that they are still being fed out there. Victoria School Board doing the same thing. Thousands of meals every week being provided to kids.